tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Bar, bar, bar. Radio, radio, Yo, it's still the great, great hot Taz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Bar, bar, bar. Radio, radio, radio. J-O-J, six million dollars. Bars and Hoops Radio. Yeah, uh. Let's get loose, yo, I number two pencil my bars When it comes to hoops, I play the 4-5 with the drive of a guard Tournaments with hood stars, they paid the ref a couple of yards To throw the game with an offensive charge On the bench, it was a firing squad, wasn't having it They turned the championship to something hazardous Some players just never made it out, they died by the dots By the foul line, the empty Glock, the game shot clock I know ghetto fiasco, now I'm the truth like the magic lasso King of the castle, and Queens, I got a team of jackals LT with the tackle, graffiti on the scaffold. Ball head with my shadow, rocking the giant afro. Big East with the stats, a triple threat. South ball rip through your breast with a pinch of finesse. Before I lay up, I try to bang it on them, rip the net. Bars and hoops, step your game up, we winning. Who got next? What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and hoops, still's the great. Pop the bearded one. Let's get it. Zai Flair. Yo, yo. And DJ J.O.J. on the ones and twos. We are Bars and Hoops Radio. Fellas, another week. A long week, I might add. A lot of snow cleanup. You know, a lot of snow, period. But, you know, seems like things are coming back to normal. I think they said it's supposed to be snow again next week. I'm not sure. But from what I heard, it's supposed to snow again. But neither here nor there, man. First and foremost, man, how was y'all week this week, man? Good. My 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 week, fine. I was on vacation all week, so I was what was the vacation? Um, President's Week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't really follow that shit. I don't give a shit about the President's Week. I don't care unless what it was either. I had, I just didn't have to go to work. Word, <laughs> huh? How are you gonna say that we argue presidents all the time? Yeah, man. but I don't care about that. Just because we argue about it, that don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. Word, you know what I'm saying? I, that's just that's just for good radio, y'all. I don't care about them <laughs> damn presidents. They don't care about me. The only presidents I care about is the dead ones in my pocket. Let's do it. Facts. <laughs> yeah, like I ain't worried about them jokers at all. You know what I mean? For real, man. But you know, my week was cool, man. You know what I'm saying? We had a great show on Friday, man. Led up to it, it was a nice vibe. I know Joj was in there. He was enjoying himself. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, Flush came in. He was twisted when he left out of here. You know what I'm saying? He drank almost a whole bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> Shout out to Royal Flush, by the way. You know what I mean? And next week yeah. we're gonna have another special invited guest. But today's guest is definitely by way of Harlem. You know what I mean? A Butter, aka Adrian Walters. Yes, those sir. That don't know who he is. Hopefully, he did some research, but. He's going to definitely come in and share his story with us today, man. And, you know, we're glad to have him, man, because there's a lot of eyes on him, man. And he's done a lot in the world of EBC Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But to move things along, man, we're going to get right into it, man. Where do you guys see yourself in the next five years, man? In general, in life. Hmm. Don't all answer at the same time. <laughs> I'll go first. Oh, Jay, go ahead. Me, closer to a million, man. Closer to a million? Closer to a million. Shout out to J.O.J. Assets. 
He said assets. Yeah, <laughs> much of that, much much uh, assets. You know I, I mean? respect that. I definitely respect that for sure. Um, Pop. Well, you know what? When it come to five years, you know that's a very it's a, it's actually a very good question. I believe, like like you said, if you say in general, in five more years, my son would be close to being a teenager. Which is tremendous. Close. Yeah, he'll be he'll be twelve. Wow. We'll go into thirteen. So, you know, five more years with my wife is great. You know what I'm saying? Five more years on the planet. But if I gotta look at it financially, financially, my my dream or or what I want for my life in five years would be to pretty much be living off my investments or at least my investment is doing better to move into the next venture. You know, I think that's a big thing. I think that's a big thing in, in the black communities right now is that I believe a lot of more people are opening up to investing. And I hope that we see a lot of things change in our neighborhoods because of that. You know, you got a, you got Bitcoin going up almost $10,000 or 10,000 uh, percent since then. It's $10,000. So now I believe last week it was at 47. Now it's at 56,000 and climbing. That's and they're looking at this thing may go to one hundred to 220000 by the end of 2021. So, I mean, there's other ways, but I would say in five years, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, like I said, investments doing well. You know, in general, bars and hoops doing well as gen- in general. You know that we're we going to only pick up more steam than what we have right now. Okay. So five years for me, it's a lot on the plate. I love it. I'm going to keep interjecting with my little words, but... Abundance is another word that I feel is a strong word. Abundance, man. Abundance is a very strong word. It's what a about you, Zah? Me, a homeowner, and also making moves to to attain my culinary um, certificate. Look to be competing on the barbecue circuit, getting that money, man. Okay. Shout out to the man that cheddar. You might see me on the Food Network in a few years. So you gonna flip some chicken? All right, man, that's what I'm talking about on the Grizznail. Slabs of ribs. Oh God! <laughs> Shout out to you. Word up, man. Steak. Nah. Yeah, I, I kind of share the same sentiment as you guys, man. I mean, for me, I can't front. Every day I go to work, I cringe and I dread when I get. Orders from somebody else that I feel is just not anywhere near where I am mentally. And that's the driving force behind me saying within the next five years, I'm not going to be working for anybody but myself. You know what I mean? And I'm going to set that goal. It's a very lofty goal, very high goal. So that means a lot of things got to come into play. And this is one of them, but also other things attaining to this fashion and you know, things of that nature, man. I'm going to start really stepping on the gas with it, man, because um, I love actually doing this. I love coming here every Friday and Sunday talking to the people. Facts. You know what I mean? I love seeing the effect that it has on people. Even though we're not as big as, as the big dogs that's out there, but I feel like we're big enough. And when big people come through here and they, they <coughs> give a stamp of approval, mm-hmm. That just makes that just makes it even greater, and that makes the drive and the hunger even more to push towards that level for financial freedom from an employer. 
You know what I mean? And that means reaching out to more advertisers. That means that I really got to beat my feet in order to make that actually a reality. You know what I mean? Because it's not hard. It's a lot of ways out. It's a lot of people that don't have a nine to five that's surviving. Right that. People, yeah. people is surviving off the like Pop said. You know, cryptocurrency and yeah. all of that stuff. A lot of forex. people is really buying into that. Yeah, forex and all that. You know, shout out to um, shout out to um, my man Clinton, man, and, and shout out to Roman because they be on it hard. So do you shout think out to my more cousin. entrepreneurship going on than people getting oh, jobs. Hundred percent. This next generation that's coming up, like like my son, pop son, they ain't gonna be working for nobody. That's a fact. You know what I mean? They they already they already gearing to. Learn how to make money on their own. You know what I mean? But that's my goal, man, because I want to enjoy my son. I had my son at a late age. I want to be able to run around with him. That's why I'm trying to get my health in order. Trying to run that full court. Inside, trying to run that full court. You're going to see me at the Balls and Hoops Round Ball Classic for our annual <laughs> Cheese versus Marky, Team Cheese versus Team Marky game. You know what I mean? Because those are both my guys, man, and, you know, they they definitely – um. Left this earth too soon, man. You know what I mean? One was senseless violence and one health issue. So, next five years, man, you might see me pull up with Puff somewhere like that. No doubt. Nigga, what is that? <laughs> What's them shoes you got on your right now? Let me stop. I ain't super, <laughs> super and, and like I want to add one more. So Let's go. I keep going. Yeah, I okay. keep getting these thoughts. Let's go. You know I'm saying more in control of my commercial affairs and dealing in this on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Especially Ooh, dealing in this system. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the straw men out there. That. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to the straw men out there. Don't start frying brains today, Jay. They ain't ready, <laughs> God. <laughs> That's what's gonna bring me to that mill. You know what I'm saying? Go to that. You know what I mean? Word up, man. Shout out to everybody that's out there fighting for their sovereignty out this <laughs> No doubt. You know what I'm saying? For those that understand that. You know what I mean? But without any further ado, man, we're going to get into it, man, because there's a lot happening in the world of sports, and that's what we are, a sports talk show that talks about hip-hop. So, Jay, you might have to cut the music for a second. Oh, safe. The music isn't playing. Jay, you're going to have to play the music again. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going to get right to it with the NBA, man. The Washington Wizards. Beat the Portland Trailblazers to the tune of 118 to 111. Mm-hmm. The Wizards moved to 10 and 17. Bradley Bill, the usual, 37.7 boards and three dimes. Whoo, shout out to Pop saving the day. Russell That's Westbrook, J-O-J. a.k.a. J.O.J. Oh, shout out to J.O.J. Pardon himself because Pop is always on. Let's go, J. Keep looping it. Let's go. Let's start it over again. We're going to add some energy to this one. So, the Washington Wizards. Beat the Portland Trailblazers to the tune of 118 to 111. Bradley Bill, another day at the office, 37.7 balls, three dimes. Russell Westbrook, a.k.a. Triple Double Russell. Yes. <laughs> Goes for 27, 11, and 13 with another triple double to the resume. On the Portland side of things, Dame Lillard, a.k.a. Dame Killard. Yes, you heard it here first. A.k.a. I got snubbed. 35.6 balls and 12 dimes. Enos Cantor chipped in 19 points and 13 boards in a losing effort. The Portland Trailblazers fall to 18 and 11. Not a bad record I, I in the West. I want to see Dame get a chip one year, man. He's he gonna get it. it, man. He's going to get it when he comes to the Knicks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. The Phoenix Suns 
beat the Memphis Grizzlies like a drum to the tune of 128-97. to The Suns moved on to 19-10. Devin Booker scored 23 points. Cameron Payne comes off the bench and adds 19 points and 7 dimes. Wow. On the Grizzlies side of things, they fall to 13-13. Gorgie Dang, that's right. There's been a Gorgie Dang sighting. Comes off the bench to score 15 points. Who? Gorgie Dang. Who? The big man out of Georgetown. Rest in peace to John Thompson Sr. He was hitting threes too, right? Yeah, nah, he, he's a big man. Oh, he's he, just a big man? He oh, doesn't okay. play outside the paint. You <laughs> heard the mother. John Morant added 12 points, 5 boards, and 5 dimes in a lackluster effort. Moving on to, the, to Sacramento, the Chicago Bulls. Squeak out a victory against the Sacramento Kings to the tune of 122 to 114. Chicago moves up to 13 and 16. Seven players scored double figures. Zach Levine led the way with 38 points as usual. Kobe White chipped in on his Robin Robin Hoodish with 19 points. <laughs> <laughs> on the Sacramento side of things, they fall to 12 to 17. Marvin Bagley finally decided to show up to the office. He scored 26 points and 11 boards. Buddy Hill chipped in 23 as well. In L.A., stranger things have happened, but the Miami Heat Uh beat the Lakers 96-94. The Heat are on a streak. They moving up in the standings. when that top three player ain't playing? (laughs) Don't say that around vague. Don't say that around vague. You know what I mean? See what happens when that top three player ain't playing? But they about to get like three more. Hey, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, we. we, Cousins look like he trying to make his move. Yeah, he hurt himself over there. We had a, I had a conversation with somebody about that earlier. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. We'll see. He might end, Well, he ain't going to Brooklyn because James Harden is there. <laughs> <laughs> On the Miami side of things, Kendrick Nunn poured in 27 points. Jimmy Butler added 24 points, eight boards, and five dimes in a winning effort. On the Lakers side of things, the Lakers dropped the 22-9. and nine. They dropped the 22-9. and nine. LeBron James. Usual day at the office. Not a not a stellar performance. Nineteen points, nine boards, nine dimes. He must not have been interested. Bronny must have did something, pissed him off, and he didn't bring his A game. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, man, it's hard to get, it's hard to get the motor running after about eighteen seasons. Shout out to Pop. Seasons, That's dog. a fact. You know what I mean? Kyle Kuzma led the way for the Lakers with twenty three points in a losing effort, and in the game to cap off the night, mm-hmm. the Charlotte Hornets squeak out the victory against the Golden State Warriors with one o two. To 100. Charlotte moves to 14 and 15, led by Scary Terry. Terry Rosier. Yeah. 36 points. Mm. What you yearing over there yeah. for? He's not on the Celtics well, anymore. Right. Right. What is Zah talking about? <laughs> Another flower, former Celtic. The flower grew in the Celtics. We just planted it in Charlotte. Right. Another former cactus plant that left Boston. Gordon <laughs> Hayward scored Man. 13 points and grabbed 17 boards. Ooh. On the Golden State side of things, they fought 16 and 15. Kelly Oubre led the way with 25 points and six boards. Andrew Wiggins chipped in 19 points. Steph Curry was a late-game scratch, which cost me on DraftKings, but, hey, I'm trying to get my money back. Sickness, but it was not COVID-related. Yeah, yeah. Draymond Green. Might I add also that Draymond Green did have possession of that ball. Oh, shout-out to Zod trying to steal my thunder. Well, since we're talking about Draymond Green, he had five points. Seven boards. Triple single. <laughs> and the most important stat of the game, he cost the Warriors the game. Yes, Draymond Green lost his cool at the Golden State Warriors as the Golden State Warriors lost the winnable game. Ridiculous. After Green picked up two technical fouls and was ejected with 9.3 seconds left for arguing the outcome of a jump ball, 
Terry Rozier hit an off-balance jumper from the left corner as time expired to give the Charlotte Hornets a 102-100 victory Saturday night. He's a clown. The Warriors were leading by two when officials ruled. <laughs> Shout out to Zai because he rides with he was riding with Draymond a couple seasons ago. Uh-oh. You ain't not your homeboys because he's been a pedestrian since Klay Thompson went down, Steph went down. He just fitting in looking like one of the guys. Again, let me reiterate his stats. Five points, seven boards. The most important stat was he cost the Warriors a game. Let me say this. Without Mike and Scotty, how much would Dennis do? Here we go, man. Exactly. He's he's comparing tangerines to to peaches right now. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Zion. The man is very instrumental in those guys winning championships. Right, right, right. He'll never sniff another All-Star game again. Never. Word. The Warriors were leading by two when officials ruled the Hornets. Coach James Borrego had called a timeout and Gordon Hayward came down with the jump ball. Green immediately began jumping around the court, screaming at players and officials arguing that the Warriors had tied up Hayward as he was falling to the floor and it should have resulted in another jump ball. Terry Rose scored 36 points, like I said earlier, sank two free throws for the technical fouls to tie it then hit the game winner. Shout out Ain't big, that you something? Big he dummy. The, Shout out he, he, to Scary Terry. Yeah, man. facts. He had the dagger last night. Uh huh. Talk about it, Pop. See, and this is what I'm saying. We're hate. looking at everything else, but we're looking at how he didn't contribute to that loss. Facts. On top of the fact that he barely, it looked like he barely played. He had nine, eight, and seven. What'd you say? Six, five, and five, seven. Five. Yeah, he had a terrible game. Come on. Then on top five of that, points. Uh huh. Five points. Let's let's reiterate his stats. Five points the, and seven boards. Come on. And he cost the team a game. That when. He had he had possession of the ball. They gave the ball to the to, to Charlotte. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? If he had just hit another Facts. jump shot, hold then they probably would have. No, no, no. Hold on. We we get this cat a, a pass all the time. Yeah, he oh, gets no know, pass yo, today. Yo, yo he could do this. And, nah. At the end of the day, kid, he was never an all star. He was just with a bunch of great jump shooters. Talk about. And you know what? He had to be the tough guy in order to exist. And you know what's the problem now? He don't exist no more. That's a fact. Ever since LeBron and them came over there, LeBron pushed him out of the all star game that first year. He never been back. He never put up no kind of performance. No. And you got the reason to believe or even sit here and say that he was even part of that. That he was the biggest part of that. He Hell was. No. Why? No, because he, he could yell at people. No. That's Why? It. Because he get away with yelling at the refs. Because, because if you know, if you know the game of basketball, he's we know up, the game of basketball. He's cleaning up the. He's cleaning up the glass. He's going for steals. He runs the offense. You know what? Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Trevor Reeves plays the wing and just wait. Okay. He could have did that. Okay. He, he could have did that the too. Wing. This is Trevor Reeves in a nutshell. Okay. This book bag shooter too. We wait for Braun to give him the ball. Come on. We yeah. got. We we talking about Draymond. Like I said, Draymond Green shoot like he got a book bag on his back. The man, he he, being with them made him look good, and now Talk we are seeing it. exactly what he is yeah, now. Exactly. Because you know what? If he was an all star, like he said to Kevin Durant, we won without your ass. Y'all, he said that. Oh, y'all judge now, him off of scoring. scoring. I don't man. see you winning now, fam. Y'all I don't see him. you winning now. Y'all That's judge him off of scoring. That's nah, a, no, it ain't judging him off of scoring. He talked too much. Right. Like Pop said, he was talking ish because he had great players alongside of him to make him look okay. That's it. For real. It was the reason why he was drafted in the second round. 
And not for nothing, you don't blame him for losing his cool and yelling at the wrestler that they get two technical foul I'll be, shots? I'll be That's mad his too. fault. I'd be oh, mad too if I, if, if I clearly had the ball in my hand and they give the possession to Charlotte. Damn. But I'd be mad too. But, but, but here's the see, this is what I mean. You say you play we basketball, have right? Of the ball. Yes. So here we go, right? Yes. So now you saying you would have lost your mind at that point. So now you gave them two free points, then they got possession and they damn, won the game. Damn. If you'd have just kept your mouth shut, it's you know what would have happened? Dude. You know what would have happened? They probably would have went up and missed. Or even if they didn't, you probably still would have had. They would have had to tie the game 100%. with you. I know right or wrong. I know the game of basketball to know enough that the other night they gave him a technical for yelling at his own teammate. Hold well, on, you know, how Hold do you on. do that? Because you know he why? built that reputation up of running yes, his mouth. Did. You don't get and a technical for yelling at your so, teammate. So you now, get a technical Wallace, for yelling at the other yes. player. Rasheed Wallace got technical fouls for staring. Facts. Ever since then. You know that that was his rep, and, Dr- and Draymond Green has that rep, and it's well-earned. Yes, Many a times, I said they let him go way too far when it comes down to playing the, with this stuff. And, so he deserves everything he gets. I hate to say it. And that's we know, well, we know why you don't like no, him. No, it, it has well, nothing to do. No, you know what I can't. You know what I don't like about him? You know what really drives me up the wall about Draymond wow. Green? Wow. He is the kind of player that will see other people winning. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't stand yo, he cannot stand it. He can't. You sitting there comparing yourself to greats. You can't do that. Who compared themselves to greats? He did. He told KD and I did he not say to yes, KD we did. won without you? What yes, was he, he insinuating? Yes, he, did. I mean, he said that. What was he insinuating? Worst he, things worst, he's telling the truth. We won without you. Right? Come on, man. Did they win without him? Yes or they, no? Who? Did the Warriors win the championship they, without they, Kevin they Durant? Also, they also yes lost. Yes or no? They also, they also lost, lost without, without yes. him, too. Yes fact. And they got exposed without him. Fact, they was the best team in the NBA Hot. at that time. They were 73 they and 9, right? They won 73 Better than games without goals. Kevin Durant. But, but yes what is, or no? They won how many games? 73. And they, and they lost the big one, right? That's but a they fact. lost through, down 3-1, right? That's a fact. So what does that say? Did they at win the, the championship? The day, with, at the end of the day, his loud mouth cost them a dynasty. Yep. Keep and, that in mind. Yep. No, yeah, that's a fact. LeBron. No. You agree with this? Yes. 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 LeBron, yes. Running, he, LeBron running to that referee, yo, getting him suspended. Still. Getting him suspended. Still. Here we go. Over See, we going into technicality. Yeah, 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 oh, no, you yeah, saying yeah, a dynasty. Yeah. The, so, man, the man was a finals MVP on, and LeBron that got him suspended. He had 29 and 15 Still. in the last game. Still. That's My a problem bump? is this. That's uh-huh. a bum? When he had the choice to give KD the ball, <laughs> he said, yo, KD said, yo, look, I'm going to take the last shot. You know what he did? He pulled the Carlton on Will <laughs> Smith. <laughs> now he took yes, the ball he and just now jumped. You, now you picking and the Kevin Durant's <laughs> looking at him like, yo, and yo, I'm out of here. And, right? that, and that was funny. Not out, that was <laughs> funny. But you picking and choosing now. He goes to the game. Funny. He said, yo, he said, give me the ball. Give He's the ball to Will. He threw it. He fell with the ball. You looking silly It happened. And this is the guy that's a lightning rod? It happens. But for some Somebody, wait a it minute. It happens. Yeah, he, he he performed on the biggest stage. You can't deny that. Numbers don't lie. He he performed on the biggest stage. On the biggest stage. So when your why, man, so when why your not man ran to the ref, littlest stage? When your man when your man ran to the refs and got him suspended for oh, a little step over. Come See, on. So here we go, man. We ain't gonna deal with the the, the high the tell, hypotheticals. Tell, tell me, tell me next let's highlights. Talk about, let's talk about. Man. Let's talk about what Steve Kerr said because Steve Kerr was pretty pissed off. Let's go. In regards to Draymond's actions, he said they crossed the line. That's the main thing, you know. Even though Draymond, who ha- you know, Draymond has a history of having outbursts. We love his passion mm-hmm. and his energy, mm-hmm. and we would not be a team that we were without him. But that does not give him the license to cross the line 
and he knows that. Now, the head coach, the head official, Mark Davis, said that after the game, Green's first technical was assessed for directly by directing profanity at the opposing player and taunting. And the second technical was for directing profanity at the game official. Mm. So he basically told the game official, called him something that, you know what I mean, you ain't supposed to say on Sundays. It happens. You know what I mean? And and and, and he got booted out of the How game, man. And he cost it him. happens. Nah, but it's not supposed to happen in moments like that. That Thank just shows you. your character as a teammate. It's not it's not your character. If, if you if you if you if you into the game, that's your emotion. Your emotions that's in the game. That's not true. You ruined the game for the eleven other players on your team, yes, bro. You may be right, but it happens. People are emotional yeah. during the game time. They 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 on the floor giving in his all, whatever. But it happens. Like I said, let's think about let's the, think about some of the things that his emotion has cost him. Yes. His emotion has cost him. His credibility with the refs, one. His emotions have cost him his his relationship with Steve Kerr because it's not the first time That's that he fact. was verbal that anybody heard where he said he's tired of Draymond's itch. Let Is that not fact. what he said? That's two. Yep. Three, he's also cost him one of the greatest offensive threats right now in basketball in Kevin Durant because he could not shut his mouth. That's a fact. And number four, he has Shout cost him pop. a game because of that. Because so we can't sit here and call this Kevin. man an all-star, yeah. lightning rod, or anything for yeah. that team because now he's hurting the organization and the team more than he's helping. That's he got a three fact. Let's preach on Hey, he Draymond. Chips. You big dummy. Yes, he you are. He got three chips. Listen, man. man Robin Horry got seven. That's a fact. Put them Robin fingers Horry, down. Robin Horry, Robin Horry hit shots. Draymond did way more than hit a, a jump shot. So let's okay? talk about somebody that's better than Draymond. Let's go. DeMarcus Cousins. Talk about it, Zai. Yeah, big, my man DeMarcus Cousins, man, he... You guys, man. Maybe you can go to New York. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Yeah, Ooh, right. Man. You can take him. That's t- he's Never. 20 and 10, right? <laughs> Who, DeMarcus? He was. Nah, well, you finished the story. Well, let's say Just the day after guaranteeing center DeMarcus Cousins' $2.3 million contract, the Houston Rockets planned to part ways with the All-Star Center. Or I should say they did. With Houston wanting to, wanting to go smaller, with big man Christian Wood returns from injury and give more opportunity to the younger players. So they ain't, they're they aiming towards the younger players. This guy's kind of up there in age. Um, he came off of two very devastating injuries at his age. You know what I'm saying? So you can't expect him to see a big contract no more, number one. He's going to get leagues minimum for the rest of, of the rest of his, uh, what's the name, unless he has an outstanding season. Yeah. And stays healthy for consecutive seasons, then then maybe so. But other than that, this year Cousins is averaging nine point six points and seven point six rebounds per game. Um, blew it. Um, yeah, he blew it. He blew it. What did he blow? He blew his, his opportunity. When his biggest opportunity was when AD left, or even better yet, there was a point where he was searching for a contract at that point, and he kind of like when he got hurt. himself. Man. And you know what? That's one thing about betting. You could win or lose. That's a fact. And he lost. That's he a fact. Hurt. And he, he never came it. back from that. Once yeah. he tore that that uh, ACL. It's just sad, you know. And, and the sad part about it is that I hate to even bring it back to this guy that we just spoke about, but Draymond Green was partially right. Like, look at how the NBA can just say, ah, you know what, I'm done with you now. Mm-hmm. But when the players do it and choose their destiny and go other way, other places, they're crucified for it in the media and by the and by the owners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he, he's 100 percent right. Nah, on he, that. he's right on that, and this is a this is a classic situation of that. But um, pop man, talk about KD over there in Brooklyn. You know, what I mean? listen, man. 
first off, we're going to talk about somebody who really plays basketball. Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm just about to, you know, yeah. I'm joking. He played for Brooklyn. He, he played he, he he plays plays great. He kibosh anyway. Kibosh. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Pause. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Kevin Durant to miss four straight game with strained hamstring. Now, this is... See, here we go. Here we go. The strained game. The strained game. Everybody talk bad about LeBron. What you mean? He, 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 I, I ain't gonna get into it. What Kevin you was gonna say? No, no. Yeah. My problem is, is that you see these kind of guys, right? He, ha- he first off, he had a devastating uh, uh, season-ending career, yes. uh, a career injury, ended, right? Mm-hmm. He made his way back, uh-huh. and he's still hurting. So it, it, I wonder what is he doing, or what is LeBron doing that he's not doing. And when you Ooh. look at that 1.5 well, I ain't do what Zabi doing I can, I can answer I that and, and, Nah we could, right we could Listen we, 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 could, we could say a, a bunch of things But you know what Whatever it is, he is doing Is paying dividends right Yeah he paying, he's paying two, Almost two million to, for, for, to take care of his body Well how much did KD KD's get last not. year KD's not He's getting that paper well, he's getting hey, that paper. Everybody do different the, things. The different whole things. point is, is that this guy now he's going to miss his fourth consecutive game Sunday, sitting out against the LA Clippers as he continues to get treatment for a strained left hamstring. Now, obviously, I believe that hamstring is probably more strained because of the Achilles injury that he does have. His other leg is working harder. That could also be a situation. But Brooklyn Nets coach Steve Nash said on Saturday that he plans that the plan was for Durant to continue to do strengthening exercises while being monitored for any inflammation. Now, when you say inflammation, is one thing you got to be clear of. Kevin Durant had COVID-19. And what is one of the backlashes of COVID-19 that a lot of people don't talk about? Inflammation in your body. That's a fact. That is a very big thing. When I, when I was suffering with it, couple months after the fact, I was having heart palpitations and my Achilles tendons was inflamed. Now, six, seven months later, no heart palpitations, no Achilles uh, inflammation in my feet. That's the, so, same, that's the same thing Jason Tatum is yeah, going exactly. through now. Right. Exactly. So we got to keep that in mind. So they talking about inflammation. And, and it's like, it's crazy. They still trying to force them to play. Nash said that he thought Durant would get some light on court work in practice Like I keep saying I don't think This is a long term thing Nash said But there's elements Of maybe it being hmm, Taking a few more days Than we thought Or just being cautious I think right now Both are necessary I don't think he's ready I think he needs more time But we're also Definitely going to be Cautious That's What's your thoughts on that? He missed his, He missed the game Against the Golden State Warriors Which I know Well he injured his hamstring Against the Golden State Warriors So now you gotta look at it as far as Durant's health is concerned, is this an issue going into the playoffs? Because we already seen, you know, if he's not playing, they did beat the Lakers without him. That's a fact. But you, you also didn't get a charge, LeBron. Either. That's a fact. So continue or on. So that right. I, I would like to see them definitely go to head to head full strength. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But yeah. what's your thoughts on his injury thus far? Like him missing four consecutive games is it more serious than they letting on? Or? I think that it is. I think that it's partially, like you said, to do with the COVID. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely probably also remnants from his injury to his knee. Totally. You know what I'm saying? That that's natural. That that happens. Like look at Demarcus Cousins. He came back and tore his other Achilles mm-hmm. yeah. when he came back from his injury. He so worked it too hard. It's common. You know what I mean? Like look at what AD is going through right now. Why do you think they holding him with fragile gloves? Because yep. the same thing can happen to him. Because that's exactly what happened to KD. Yep. When KD tore his Achilles, you yep. know what I'm saying? They was just saying it was a calf strain and all of this, and now his hamstrings is like hamstrings. That's that's something to worry about too. Because your hamstrings I'm, is also connected to your back. 
I believe that they knew what, goes, I, I believe they knew it was problem. just Achilles from from the get go, and they let him go out there and play until it fully ruptured. You talking about yeah. Golden, Golden State? Golden State. Yeah. Oh, we, we knew that present day. That's I not know, what I'm just saying. Yeah, but um, I think that it's I think it's a lot more to do with with that injury than it is anything else, man. It's probably an injury, and it could be definitely because it's of COVID. definitely it's definitely the COVID because again he had to sit out for quarantine. Didn't he have purposes. it twice? Yes. We got yes, like I mean like you got to look at it like that too. You know, KD needs some new company. He's why to, why are you laughing over there, Jake? The that sounds like a world's record of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he nah. was put out mad times. But I got to say when when you hear that obviously it's the Brooklyn Nets, you got to look at, you know, his production. Right now he's 29 points in, 7.3 uh, 7.3 rebounds and 5.3 assists for Brooklyn this year alone. So that's a lot of offense that you're missing and not only that, you got to remember the, it's the offside of the offense. Like he draws the double team. You don't want to leave him open. You can't let him shoot. You can't let him drive. I mean, he's just you know the total package when it comes down to offense on the court. So you got to figure how is Brooklyn gonna get through this. And like I said before, it's all good and everything when you're winning, but when you start losing, I don't know if you're gonna be able to have Kyrie Irving and, and uh, James Harden on the same page all the time. Kyrie, uh, Kevin Durant is the cornerstone that keeps both of them together. You lose with that team, though. Man. You huh? can't, man. I'm, I'm can't just livid behind it. I don't even care because I'm a Nick <laughs> fan and I'm hating right now. And it is what That's it is. Three man. super right. duper stars on one team, Correct. man. Listen, man. I believe that they can win. But they, I believe that they beat the Lakers. Yeah, but also when asked, LeBron said, "You know what? I've seen better." Mm. Yeah, you know LeBron gonna take shots because you know. Kyrie basically got on him the other day. Oh, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to take it to a short <laughs> DJ J, J, J Future Phenoms mix. The number to call in is 516 206 0711. Balls and Hoops Radio, check in with us. up a steep hill they gave my road dog 12 it was a sweet deal and i've been riding solo trying to rebuild Look. i was riding around in the v12 with the rags in the middle had a prayer to almighty god they let my dog out the kennel 
When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches. Young nigga been focused on my check. Mm-hmm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm-hmm. Try to put the water on my protect. Mm-hmm. I got killers to the left of me. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't asked for shit. I was 
chose for this plot twist. Wonder if my gifts got the homies chill. Glorious hood politics, the crib scholarships. Gang foul, equal new style. It ain't the same round. Yeah, this lifestyle we living, ayy. Niggas turning base heads for pitching, ayy. And leaning took crack out of business. Uh. Now blacks doing coke, what's the difference now? Pigs turn my low to a witness now. Fuck. Steaks raised, well done, salute. Uh, this young Logan popped out the blue. Uh, die young, I keep peace to shoot. Uh, we all knew the right. 16 the truth. Yeah, I blacked out, and I find out the truth. This city is like an open sewer, you know? It's full of filth and scum. I think I know what you mean. But it's not gonna be easy. We about to come back with A Butter. A Butter on the check and we see you. Warming your ways early age, had to learn this shit. Wrapped the gym gave to my son on his first Christmas. We cut different. Like red fabric, a certain kind of cloth. Now spit, get strips of that cloth attached to a Molotov. Break a nigga glass jaw, mazel tov. Crap bars and drop jewels like the Holocaust. Nuva Volvo pump order when semi sing and you gonna be the first I tested on like a guinea pig. Let me test Let me introduce you to my heathen friends. The mad stairs, the bad air. Breathe it in. The side Back to live action. Shout out to DJ JOJ for that mini mix. So we now reach the point of our show. We got our special invited guest. Let's go. All the way from Harlem. Hey, Butter, what's happening, champ? Salute, 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 man. First and foremost, man, thank you for taking the time out to rock with us. You know what I mean? On our platform. You know what I mean? I really appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So how we do it here, man? You see the name, Bars and Hoops, man. It's sports and music. I know you can relate to that very well. You know what I mean? For real, man. And um, a lot of people was excited, man, when they seen that you was going to get on, on on the show today, man, especially one of your old Gaucho's coaches, man. Shout out to Coach Holford. He probably going to check in today, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coach Holford, yeah, he ain't play no game. Yeah. <laughs> no games. Coach Holford. No games. Coach Holford. Yeah, yeah. He going to call in in a second, man. I told him to check in. This is highlight you because he wanted to talk to you. But before we, before we get into it, man, I just want to introduce my co-host, my man popped the bearded one. What's going on? Hey, butter, what it is? Oh, damn. Coach Hofer hitting right now. What's good, baby? Hold What's on. up, baby? Anything is good. This look like Coach Hofer right now. Hold on. I'm going to let him get it off real quick. <laughs> Bars and Who's Radio, who's this? This is Coach Hofer. Coach Hofer, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? I, I know y'all going to get busy, so I just wanted to check in early before you get into it all with A. Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, A.D.? What's good, Coach? How you been, baby? Good to hear your voice. Oh, my God, man. When I saw your thing, you were coming on. I said, I know I had to shout out because I, w- I don't get no play. Dwayne didn't give me no play. So the only way I'm getting on is because you here. <laughs> nah, it's all love, man. You know you played a special part in my life. You know you helped with my upbringing in basketball. You know, it's the one thing that now, I always had, respect. We had some, had some times, A.D. You, 
I, you I, and I Dave McCollins. You, they, you were they on that really max understand. salary, though, man. You was on that max salary, so I had to be smart and get along with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had that max hey, contract. You had that no-cut contract. So I'm, you I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you're keeping it 100 on here, telling them the truth. How the, how the yeah, yeah, yeah. I lie. I know. I know. Management bill. I, I was smart enough. And I just want to listen, man. You was a pleasure to coach. You always came hard. You handled me. I know sometimes I, I, I pushed it to the edge, but you were always a respectful guy, played hard, even showed up at practice and practiced hard. And people told me you don't practice, but you wow. ain't missed my practices. So I got mad love for you, and I'm glad you're doing well, man. So welcome to the radio. Thank you, Dean, for letting me give a shout-out to on, someone coach. that's very special and played an important part in my life in my time of coaching real good players. Who else was in the backcourt with you, AD, at that time? It was me and, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, what's this, the young boy? Say it one more time. Was Ed Starks and Julius with that crew? Ed Starks, Julius Hodge, Marvin McCullough, Ooh. the young boys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Malik. Yep. 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 We didn't have Roscoe. Roscoe was the next year, right? And Roy Lyons, he, yeah. he wasn't with us. He was on the B team. Right. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> so, so Coach Hofer here. Now I'm hearing all of this, Coach. You know, you got to make sure you bring a nice little squad back to the tournament. This when the uh, summertime we'll open see, up, man. we gonna try to. Y'all lost in that championship hard, game. They don't make them like Adrian no more, man. Hey, man. They don't make them like that, man. Guys <laughs> want to fall and can take the tough love, man. They don't make them like that. It's very hey. cute. Say hey. that again. Yo. Yeah. But, Coach, we appreciate you checking in, man. I'm going to call you when we offline, man, because I got some things brewing, and Go I want ahead, you to be a man. part of it. Do your thing, Adrian. Lots of love, man. Take care of yourself. All right? Thank love you, Love you, Coach Oprah. Word. Good to hear your voice. The one right, thing, the one too, thing I love you, man. Thanks for the memory. About him, man. Uh-huh. I always got to give a shout-out to this, man. And I know that this generation, they don't really understand the tough love. But yeah. it was coaches like that that, you know, even though the screaming and stuff because of how society is today, even though how we look at beating our children today, just understand at the time, you understand what I'm saying? Some things was meant, you know what I mean? And I'm just saying that, you know, we all can adjust and evolve, but the one thing that I do respect about a lot of the coaches that, you know, raise their voice, they really care. And if you ever wanted to know why New York City basketball is not where it once used to be, that love and passion is not there anymore. Talk about it. A word the mother, man. And shout out to my family, Wise, man, because Wise is the same way, man. When he come from left rack, everybody know Wise is in the building watching his son play because he's on him, for real. But without any further ado, man, hey, man, I know Coach stole a little bit of our thunder, but to our listeners, (laughs) the young kids out there that who may not know who Adrian Walton is, man, Please let everybody know who you are and where you're from. Hey, man, my name is Adrian Walton, a.k.a. A Butter, a.k.a. A Whole Lot of Game, a.k.a. Hollywood A, a.k.a. I got a lot of a.k.a.s. Um, <laughs> I'm from Harlem. You know, I do my own podcast, Streets First Podcast. Yes, sir. I'm a legendary player, you know what I'm saying, from Rucker Park. Yes, sir. I am one of the only legendary players from Rucker Park that gets, like, citations and proclamations from the state leaders of this New York state. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a real legendary player. I played at a time for 
Terror Squad where Fat Joe won all his championships I was a part of. I was the oh. kid that he had to buy oh. in on, order hey. to win the chip. Hold on. Hey, don't give him all <laughs> yet. Don't give him all yet. We're going to walk him. I'm just letting you know where they know me from. You know what I mean? I ain't too big on saying I'm from Fordham University. Let's go. Even though I was there with Smush Parker, but everybody knows shout me out from Smush. street ball. So I just wanted to make sure I gave my introduction. Shout out Let's to go. everybody. The mother was spicy, boy. Nah, that boy, yeah, he's a problem. Though. I ain't going to hold you up, man. So as you say, man, you're from Harlem, man. Harlem is rich in basketball tradition, man. Rucker Park is like the MSG to the streets. Yes. But Harlem also had its tradition for famous hustlers and rappers. What yes, was it, it like? What was it like for you coming up as a kid in your neighborhood in Harlem? Oh man, I didn't know I was growing up next to Big L. I didn't know I Rest was growing peace. up next to Cameron. I didn't know I was growing up next to Mace. I mean I'm from Harlem. I'm from 138th, 139th and 7th, 139th and Lenox, 140th Park was where everything was at. So me growing up around NFL, all of those different type of situations, just watching with the hustlers in my neighborhood, you know, due to their choices, they still made sure that they, they kept the community safe and they looked out for the community. No doubt. So, you know, at the time, me not knowing what I really was growing up in, you know what I'm saying, just understanding it now as I got older, it was like I was proud, you know. That it, we 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 were we were young kids that was happy and looking for success, and because you were so surrounded around it, it only made you want to chase after it. So that's the one thing that I take from Harlem and growing up in Harlem and being from Harlem that it, it always gave me a strive for success. No doubt, no doubt, man. So who inspired you to want to pick up a basketball and hoop? Nate Tiny Archibald, you know Shout what I mean? I, that's the first person I got to give props to. You know, I didn't realize in junior high school he was my elementary junior high school gym coach. Yo, that's you know crazy. What I'm saying? And Word. it's things like that that I say, you know, for me, for me not to know who he was growing up and then to find out who he was and to realize that he chose a school in Harlem instead of the Bronx where he's from, that was special to me. So now that I'm older, I'm going to always give him a shout-out because me growing up at the time, I played flag football. That was big back then in Harlem. I grew up around Abyssinia Baptist Church, so flag football was cool. But, you know, he told me to come in that gym. He kept telling me, him and a guy by the name of Mr. Bird, they kept telling me, come play basketball. I guess they seen during lunchtime how how I had so much energy and just was loving to play and run and stuff. So long story short, they got me in the gym, and next thing I know, a guy from my block, rest in peace, his name is Alexis Smith. Uh, they called him the Lemonade Man. He started St. Mark's uh, basketball program, mm-hmm. called me the Grasshopper, kept me in the gym, and, you know, things turned from there. Wow, that's crazy, man. So, so what was it like learning the game from an all-time great like Nate Tanya Archibald? What were some of the things that he taught you that stuck with you to this day? was the love and the passion you know what i'm saying that's the one thing kind of like we all get lost in you know as the years progress in our lives that we all somehow some way whether it's money uh uh light limelight whatever it is a lot of things gets us away from our passion our true passion that you know the reason why we started doing whatever we wanted and chasing after whatever we wanted so if it was always one thing that i could give back to the next generation it was Always chase your passion. Keep your passion. Never start to look and chase the money. Mm. Once you start chasing the mm. money, you lose your passion. And Facts. if you keep your passion, the money comes. Because people will really see that it's genuine. It's authentic. You know what I mean? And 
that's the one thing that I did learn, you know what I mean, from my history that I didn't keep my passion. So it kind of like strayed me away from, you know, where I was supposed to get the love, but yeah. I didn't because I'm around places where all the shystiness comes with yeah. chasing the money. Oh, we you know what that. I mean? So mm-hmm. I seen you on YouTube a few times. Yo, with a five, five thousand right now. Right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Being that we on bars and hoops, you know, yes, it's about sir. basketball and radio. I grew up with Cameron. That's my cousin. So it's like Shout out to Cam. I, I grew up around Dipset. I grew up around nothing but rap and hip hop. So, you know, a rapper's attitude is about them. You, you get what I'm saying? Everything is about them. It all revolves and, and, and it's around them. So that's how, you know, I was taught. Stand for something, fall for any. Don't fall for anything. So my whole attitude was if I know I got talent and I know what I'm capable of doing, I can't come and play for you without knowing my worth and you got to pay me for my worth. So at the time, because I'm playing in Rucker and I see that national television is here, I'm a hot commodity in any other tournament that I go to. Because they're not getting nationally televised like the tournament that I'm playing in where I am the man. And I'm telling you, I'm playing around guys like Charles Jones, Andre Barrett, Stephon Marbury, you know, Jamal Tinsley. You know what I'm saying? All of these guys got names in New York. You know what I mean? Shamgar, Kareem Reed. All of these guys got big names in New York. They McDonald's All-American. No question. But I'm still the man. Damn, God. So don't tell me this, this interview ain't coming with a bill, is it? I'm into my passion now, as you can see, like I'm very good at, you know what I'm saying? Speaking on my past to be able to help elevate the culture, to be able to give them a chance to see that there's nothing wrong with learning how to learn from your past versus allowing it to hurt you and make you feel like you can't, you can't find a place in this world. You know, shout out to uh, Booger, you know what I'm saying? I saw Booger's interview and it was like, you know, that hurt, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at a person that feels like there's nothing that he can do, you know what I'm saying, with something that he created. And as long as you're still breathing, you always got a chance. You get yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, you know, for guys to tell you, you know, you got to let your past go. Nah, your past is who created you to be who you are today. Right. That's a fact. But That's you got fact. you got to be able to face that in the mirror. You yeah. can't run from what you've done. You, you can only learn from that. And that's the problem with the kids today is like, they act like they can't make no mistakes. That's Everybody's right. just going for, you know, based off of I'm doing everything correct. No one wants to take chances. No one, you, you get what I'm saying? No I question. came from that and I've learned that your mistakes builds character. Your mistakes build a better you. You know what I'm saying? So 100%. I'm just here to push that to the next generation. Nah, salute to you, man. Yeah, Word. I got to get in touch with Bugs too, man. The last time I seen Bugs was probably 98, man. He played with me in Queensbridge, man, in the tournament in Queensbridge. Him, Malik, Jesus. It was it was crazy back then, man. But one one thing to you yeah. before you go, I'm just saying, and when you look at Book's situation and knowing that you grew up with him, let's keep it a hundred. We were a lot of us was a product of our environment, 100%. but now that y'all older, we are products of our choices and decisions. So it hurt me to see him like that, knowing that he's choosing and deciding to be a man now. No mm-hmm. one never taught us when we had to be a man. I understand there's a certain age, mm-hmm. but. Due to coming from poverty in our households, mm-hmm. you never know when it's time for you to be a man. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Like, I I, I, I salute Book because going to get the job, all of those is first steps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, we should have done it at 21, but I'm just saying it's never over to where you can still be an inspiration to a kid to not start at 40-something. That's, that's all. Fact. Nah, that's a fact. And you know what's so crazy? 
Cause we had Kenny up here, Kenny Kane. Shout out to Kenny Kane. He gave Shout us out a great to Kenny interview. Kane. That's my guy. And, and Kenny kept it a buck. He was like, "Yo, me and Books fell out, but I was so proud when I heard he finally stepped up, got a job. He doing this, that, and the third, man." So Kenny was real happy, man. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad to see that Books went on that platform and they did that, man. So I gotta get in touch with him, but. Neither here. That's neither here nor there, man. But come, <laughs> yeah, it's not my bad. No, no, no. It's all good. It's, it's, real, it's real life stuff. Yes, I'm sir. About, you know no what question. Mean? Hell yeah. Appreciate nah, that. that's what we do. Word. That's what we do up here, kid. I respect it. So coming up as a kid from Queens, man, I grew up with guys like Skip, QP, Paul Ruddick, mm-hmm. Dwayne Woodward, Shaheen Holloway, and many others. Everyone, mm. everyone would go to the Bronx. To forty, play. yes, yeah, forty. You know forty, <laughs> and you know twenty. My God. Forty, <laughs> yes, twenty, sir. yes, sir. My God, that's the hood right there. Where the mother? That's where I'm from. So that's where I grew up. So back then, everybody would always mention the Gauchos, um, and they'd go uptown play Riverside. You developed your game locally at St. Charles on Forty First Street, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Tony Rosa, I played with Tony Rosa. I started off with St. Charles. I went to St. Mark's, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then I kind of like branched off to Gauchos and Riverside. They are in my story because nice. once again, uh, jewels for the kids. We don't have that anymore, fellas. We don't, you know, besides the negative that you look at, Mr. Lloyd was smart enough from Riverside Church. He was a lawyer that got yes. other lawyers to invest into a program to help kids from the inner city to go to get scholarships and go around the world to help their life and, and we don't got nothing. the rices no more they closed you know what i'm saying the kids yeah. that graduate the guys that graduated from rice ask them they got a manhood and brotherhood about how they are with their family and how they look Ooh, at life and go about life totally different than the kids that went to public school facts that's a you fact. understand what i'm saying i'm still in contact with some of them so i can see what andre sweet and andre barrett is doing Versus the Roscoe Biggers and the other guys that went to public school. I'm just being real if if we being honest about it. So what I'm saying is, you know, looking back, you know, Gauchos and Riverside kind of like gave us an opportunity to travel. And, you know, if you play basketball, it's not just about you feeling like you're nice from New York. You got to be able to see if you can compete with kids that is just like that. In Cali, Facts. in Kentucky, wow. in Arkansas, like you would think that they ain't got no players. They got players. You get <laughs> what I'm trying to say? So question. Riverside, being that they had funding, they gave you those type of outlets. And, you know, I got a chance to go to Milford Academy yes. where I got a chance. Like Mark McCowell, he was, you know, he's from Queens. He's yes. my guy. Yes. He was there. You know what I mean? He was my center. And wow. he's seen it. Every night I'm in the gym. I got the key. Like, And that's what it's about. It's about trying to help inner city kids be able to escape poverty to be able to just focus on basketball. They got too many distractions out here to where they don't really have a chance to really reach their full potential because there's so much pulling them back. No doubt. It's so much, you know what I'm saying, distracting them. And I'm just saying that, you know, that's what I feel like New York is missing. Riverside and Gauchos gave us that. You know, they gave us a chance to be able to go away to school and do things. Now, everybody just treating the kids like they just numbers. You know, yes, the more, whoever, however many kids you got, that's how much money and sponsorship you could get to make that's, your life better. That's a fact. And it's like, we're not, we not breeding no more champions. We're not breeding no more wolves. We're not breeding no more diamonds in the rough. Yes. And it's because, you know, everything is about not breaking the chain everybody's doing not breaking that process everybody's doing the same thing where all of a sudden 
kids just turned into numbers. Yes, indeed. Now nah, that's man, you just, wow. He spoke a lot of truth because you know running the tournament, man. I see it. You know what I'm saying? I see it all the time, man. And, and you run the said. tournament, right? And I'm yep. just—I don't mean to cut you off, it's but I'm just good. saying, like, if I don't want to use them as an example, but I gotta be honest. Yes. I mean, say for instance, somebody like Mousy. You know, I—I I, I love Mousy. Mousy was my coach in Rucker, but it's like, what kids are are, are becoming pros from Tri-State? I get it. Whew. Tri-State is an outlet where I don't want to knock. It's it's an outlet where kids could go to stay out the street. So yeah. I always got to give props to that. Yeah. But if we not sitting up here and we're not speaking to the sponsors like Slam or speaking to the sponsors like Nike or speaking to the sponsors like Jordan Brand, yeah. I'm talking about those guys that do sponsor him. Yeah. If we not negotiating right what is it, for what the is kids, it what are we doing? I mean, how are we trying to change their future if we just go take a check and some sneakers Facts. where – their influence makes us go and buy their sneakers and clothes anyway. Yeah, so how? what did they really do for us knowing that we got the numbers on our side? That's what I'm saying. I mean, nah, you, right. you've heard the history where it's united, we stand, but divided, divided we fall. And facts. people always keep saying to me, why is, why is New York not the Mecca? Or why is it not like, look who y'all got leading. Y'all fact. got everybody yeah, that's, that's sitting yeah. up here that is at the table but not really negotiating right to yeah. change our city. That's now, cool. hear me out. Yep. I didn't come on here to like bash these people. Nah, I'm good. just now putting myself in position to do something about it. Let's it's the go. same thing with the city council leaders. Yep. You could be mad that somebody's been in office for 20 years. Yep. You could sit there with your feelings all day and yep. wonder how they riding around in this car or they live in this this uh, brownstone, like, yep. and its community's not changing, or you could do put yourself in position to change it. Shout out to A Butter. That's why I rock with you, kid. I rock with you, kid, because I'm on that same wave, bro. Word the mother, I'm on that same wave, man. So, speaking of, of people like Tony Rosa, man, who was highly respected in your neighborhood, that put that little East tournament together. By the way, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you played in that. Yeah, okay. Little East, yes, sir. I'm, I'm sure you, played in that. you know it. Word, man. But he also played a major role in developing kids on and off the court in Harlem. What was your relationship like with Tony coming up? Because you sound like you took a lot from the elders. <laughs> it, it, it's people like that, you know what I'm saying, that I want y'all to see just from coaching in Rucker, Tony Rosa was coaching up against teams that had, look at this, Omar Cook, Andre Barrett, yep. Reg, Reggie Freeman, yep. uh, John Strickland, rest in peace. Um, Corey Fisher, wow. you know, Peter Mulligan, yeah. um, Jeff McMillan, wow. Maniac, and Tony Rosa's coaching, you know, me, Annie Freeze, Daniel Artest. He's coaching Shout height, and that's man, what man. always showed me the difference in, co- in, in Tony Rosa. For, 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 for people that had teams that you see like the Warriors used to be or what mm-hmm. you saw LeBron and them stacked up. Yes. Tony Rosa was winning and beating those teams because of real coaching. A lot of these guys wasn't really coaches. A lot of these guys was hustlers, and a lot of these guys Facts. just wanted to get in it with the fame. You, <laughs> yes, you understand what I'm saying? 100%. Yes. Mousy, Mousy got his team, his spotlight, his love from Bad Boy. Bad Boy was given to him. Talk you understand it. what I'm saying? Yep. Terror Squad was given to him. So wow. to Talk this world, it. guys look at Mousy like he's a coach, but he's never coached anywhere. So how do Talk you expect a person like that? to really know how to give back and help children. He never mm-hmm. grew up from 
that's why I speak so highly about Tony Rosa because yeah. it's like it's people like that that's still doing it yeah. to this day. You know right. what I mean? If they had the funding and stuff behind them, you know, who knows? Sky's the limit for so many children that's a part of them. You know what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm telling you, he dropping jewels. I got to nah, use dropping jewels. Dropping jewels. You know what I'm saying? Because nah. I know that these people is looked at a certain way, but it's like these are the forgotten people that, at the end of the day, yes. really do have the motive to help your child. That's I'm fact. not saying that Mousy doesn't, but at the end of the day, what's his foundation? Facts. And this like, is sometimes we really got to look at what's people foundation. Like, where did you come from? What did yeah. you, you, what's your upbringing? Where did you really start your grassroots yes. and stuff? I know, no offense. We all can get into podcasts, whatever we like to do. Yep. But I mean, you're, 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 for you to be a personality, I mean, people has to look at your grassroots, That's your foundation. 100%. 100%. That's why, real talk, I let Coach call up here, man, because Holford is one of those people that you're talking about. He's like a Tony mm-hmm. Rosa, you know what I mean? I done seen him mm-hmm. pull kids to the side and really school them and tell them about life in general, man. They not just there for basketball. They trying to raise men, you know what I mean? So What's I respect- the coach from um, that Coach 20? at uh, What's that school out there with y'all uh, that um, was always winning PSAO? He was on. Oh, oh, oh Niclario. 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 Yeah. I'm talking about it's people like that yeah. that I mean really genuinely – was always doing it for the kid. I'm quite sure there's a lot of times he could have got a college uh, uh, gig or Facts. junior college gig yeah. for the money. Facts. You, you understand what Facts. I'm saying? Because of, look, winning New York City basketball so many times. Facts. Like, people take those. But yeah. when you really are founded and you really have a, a general, it's not about, you know, whether any of my kids make it to the NBA. Yeah. Are they going to be men? Are they going to look at the right thing? We all going to make our choices, but it's about producing life skills to these next to this next generation. And I'm just going to always honor and give roses to the people that I know really helped found me. You know no what I'm question. saying? Like really helped my upbringing no because question. you can't really find those too much, no man. Question. It's rare. No question, man. So wow. now this is the part where we're we going to let you talk your ish now, man. As, okay, let's get as it. As kids coming up, we tend to patent our games after our favorite players. You played mm. a game with a chip on your shoulder. Who did you patent your game after? First thing first, Michael Jordan. I am. I mean, I was born in '81. I'll Killer. be 40 this year. Yes, I grew up watching Michael Jordan. My father just used to always tell me, even though the Late Show was on, you know, watch this guy right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I grew up watching Michael Jordan. The first couple of moves I always tried to do was the reverse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was always a, a move. Like, that always just looked good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, uh-huh. Michael Jordan was my first. I emulated Michael to watch him when I saw Iverson. I never saw a person at that height come in Let's with go. that speed and kind of, like, just have the same heart and will that I saw Jordan doing when he was playing. I wasn't really looking at game. I was trying to like say to myself this guy is just he's shorter and he's quicker and you know look at how he's going at the great one so when when i saw him it was like i wanted to be like mike and ai together and then i saw kobe which made me feel like he was both of them it was like he could do exactly what i saw both of them doing you know what i'm saying so all three of them i'm a big person i'm a big fan of people that it don't matter who you are. I know I'm nice. No question. I, like, it don't matter if you're good at this profession. I know I'm nice. That doesn't mean that 
I'm knocking you or I'm saying I'm better than you. Yeah. Right. What it is is I just have a will. If I go, like when I went and worked for Mount Sinai, I'm going to be the best utility aid in this fucking building. Shout no offense to, to the rest of y'all. Word up. But whatever I do, I'm just trying to be the best. So I kind of like always clash heads with people because <laughs> guys always thought like, you know, I just wanted to be the man. But it was yeah. always... If you was a player that wanted to win, yeah. which was always the overall of competition, Fact. you would have you would have knew how to work with me to where when the bro- you know Kings supposed to know how to hang with Kings, y'all. That's a I'm fact. a little older now, nah. you know what I mean. And I just think that sometimes now we don't really understand ourselves and know how we Kings and really shouldn't be mad at the next man. We should be more, you know. I, I don't care what I see anybody doing; it could be the littlest thing. I'm giving them props for it. I'm showing them mad man, love for it. Man. Even if I wasn't a person that used to do that before. Why? Because I think we need to embrace each other and show more love of how we really are proud of one another. Why? Because it, when you think about our history, yeah. success is what we only knew. And it's the reason why we followed it. Meaning, if you came from poverty, you only follow what you saw someone else get because 100%. we never saw it. Hundred percent. Hundred. So nowadays we don't do that no more. We don't show love to the success. Why? Because it's called you. You. You riding. There's a different way of how to look at it today. But it ain't no more celebrating. You. You get what I'm trying to say. So I'm just saying that I'm more in the space where I'm not being like the, the rest of the followers. I'm staying in the world where I'm always saluting and congratulating and. And, and and promoting people's success, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it, bring, it, yeah. it could bring your own. You That's never a know. fact. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about, man. So, you played against guys like Jamal Tinsley, the abuser, Stephon Marbury. You played against Ooh. um Skip, and you most notably Ooh. played against Vince Carter. Yes. And everybody know the story about you and Vince. But who mm. was the toughest player that you ever faced in the streets or in school? Wow. Everybody always, I, not not saying everybody always asks me that, but everybody be kind of like surprised what my answer is, and I'm gonna always give it to him because he never really beat me, and and and, and that's not even because I had maybe because of what teams I was surrounded around, but I always respected his game offensively and defensively, and he gave me a tough time, but. Who was because that? Because I adjusted to it. Who was Jamal that? Jamal Tinsley. It's a reason why they called him the, the abuser. abuser. And it's like, you know, at that time I grew up, I'm growing up, I'm coming up with Andre Barrett, Kenny Satterfield, Omar Cook. That's my age yes. bracket. So yeah, Skip and Reem and Sham and Jamal, they're like two, three, four years older yep, than me. That's alone. me. That's my era. So it's like for me to be able to see how he challenged me but was so – consistent mm. in what he did. You know what I mean? Like, the rest of them, you'd have seen some flash, but with him, you saw the flash, but it was consistent. Facts. And when I say consistent, meaning I don't think that because maybe the guys that I played with, he got a chance to beat me, but he was beating other teams. I mean, I, I know I played with a stacked team, but I, if I got to <laughs> say honestly, whoever really gave me a problem, it was, I always got to give Jamal Tinsley his props, man. Yeah. He, he was the toughest to nah, me. Jamal, the abuser, kid, for real. He gave the it to abuser. a lot of people, kid, for real. Word, man. So, and you, yeah, and uh, I know you brought up Vince's name, man. You know, yeah, Vince. Yeah. We getting to that. <laughs> yeah, we getting to that. So, so what, was, what was your thought process heading into that game against Vince? You know, I'm from Harlem, so it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping it 100 with you. 100. 
I wasn't really paying no focus to him because at the time they had a player named Prime Objective. His name is the Lonnie Harrell. He's yes. from D.C. Yes. So, you know, I heard that uh, they were bringing an NBA player. And in my mind, like, I, I've always had the mentality, if I do good against you and they know you, they're going to know me. That's a fact. Early. So I never really looked at, you know, well, I'm getting ready to play against an NBA player. I'm getting ready to play against Vince. It was always that perspective. So I heard an NBA player was coming, but, hey, we moved the game <laughs> to the gym so you don't know if they still going to come now. Fact. Mm. So I'm already playing in the game, and he walks into the game. Uh, he comes into the gym maybe a, a middle of the first quarter. Long story short. When he got on the court, like I said, I played with Charles Jones, Liddy Cook. Yes. I played with a lot of guys at that time with Tony Rose. And this guy gets on the court and guards me. And I'm, like, asking him, why are you guarding me? And he's like, I'm going to make you better. Wow. And it's like, when I heard that, like I said, I'm from Harlem. I didn't take that. It was just like, you know, he's getting ready to, like, school me. Like I said, Took I had it a as a challenge. perspective where your dog, and as you can see, we went to war. It was like I hit a shot, he hit a shot. It got to the point where other people was touching the ball on our teams. The crowd go crazy <laughs> telling them give the ball up. They didn't want to see that. So it had to just be a show between me and him, which was wonderful at the time because we both was hitting shots. It wasn't like we did a show and it's like, well, I scored twice. And then he. It, this went about six or seven times in a row. Yes. And yes. I won that, 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 that little what do you call battle? But yeah. he won the war because he won that game. I got to give him his props. Even though I scored more than him, I killed him. But he did, he did win He did win that game by two points. So I always give Vince his props that, you know, when I woke up the next day, y'all, my life has never been the same. Wow. I mean, Early. I walked around Harlem. I went everywhere where people knew me and knew of me, but the buzz of what that did, like I said, even 20 years later now, is still being talked about. And I'm talking about when I walked around Harlem, I never got, like I said, I was a, I felt like I was a star. I was really, I really made it. It didn't matter where I went. Everybody knew I was the kid that played against Vince. And it was wow. just like, it, it, like I said, it got to a point where I don't know if you guys know about five-star camp. Of course. Yes. But, Rest in peace, Mr. Garfield. Yeah. Mr. Garfield heard what I did in Rucker during the summer. And, you know, five stars at the end of the summer. Yes. So he held the bus for me at uh, Penn Station wow. downtown. Wow. And like I said, there's a lot of other ball players that were on the bus. You know, yeah. they know this story. And he held it for and you. And he held the bus, like, because they were waiting for me to come to camp. This is something that he could talk about. Like That's I said, crazy. I was a kid that played with Gauchos in Riverside, and I got a chance to go there, but I wasn't like this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So now yeah. that he's hearing about me playing against, like I said, these guys is all Americans, yeah. um, Andre Barron and them. So yeah. we're all, you know, rest in peace, my man uh, from Seton Hall, Eddie Griffin. Yes. You know, this is when I'm going to five-star, when all of these guys <laughs> is the man and they know. Yes. Early. Wow. I don't. E I don't even go to camp Friday and Saturday. They held the bus three hours. Guys, but still to this day, we got a story. Like they never seen Mr. Garfinkel hold a ball, for, hold a bus for a regular guy that wasn't in Catholic school, wasn't in in a major. You get what I'm trying nah, to say? It was like facts. a regular street ball dude. That's a fact. So this is one of my special stories that I know real all Americans yes. felt. Yeah. I came in on a Sunday. I had hickeys on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I, at the time, I, at the time, 
at the time I didn't want to leave my girl. Like I was so in a, like my soul, my mind was so dazed out that I look, look, look what I'm saying to you. I left my passion looking at another passion. You know what I'm saying? Don't even go to five star. I show up on a Sunday like I'm a star, which is the all-star game. I told Mr. Garfinkel I had got robbed from my jury. Safe, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, he let boy. me, yo, he let me play in the All Star game. People to this day know this. Wow, Mr. Coach K was there. All of them, yo. When I tell you, I disrespected JJ Reddick. I, I was the MVP. <laughs> I disrespected all. Like when yeah. I say, you have to look back, and I'm trying to tell you this. I don't care what era, what class. I'm trying yeah. to tell you, I killed all of them guys. It was a different story when I was playing in Rucker from high school. It was. I was I grew up playing with grown men. Yes, yes. So now that I'm playing against guys that's my age, yeah, I'm yeah. already Killing too advanced them. for y'all. So yep. think about what I'm saying to you. Yeah. I played against Vince when I was 17 that's years what I'm old. Saying. Yep, yep. I just told y'all that yep. Kareem Reed and all they he two three four years old. Yeah, yeah, right? I just like, want you to know that they were already grown men. You like my you like my little homie Showtime. Daryl, Daryl Hill. You see what I'm saying? That's what so I'm saying. Show. If, if I came in playing at the age of 17, yeah. my nickname was 357. My first seven years in Rucker, I went to the championship five times and I won three. Speaking of that, oh, so Whoa. you and Fat Joe have a great relationship on and off the court. <laughs> through the, through the, through being that you was part of the terror squad, how many championships did y'all win all together in Rucker? Well, we I won three in a row with Fat Joe, but right before Fat Joe, I won one with Cash Money with Tony Rosa. That was my very first championship. Wow. So I won one with Tony Rosa. Fat Joe was mad that I bumped him out the championship to go. That was a double overtime. He took me out to eat that night, and he, he paid me. He promised yeah. me, like, you wow. know, I had to have a conversation with Tony Rosa. Listen, he's coming to do what's love with Ashanti at Fordham. Think about what I'm saying yeah. to y'all. He came to do what's love with Ashanti at Shit. Fordham and allowed me to pick out everybody to be in the video at Come Fordham, on. and I'm a freshman. Come on. So I'm you know how they looked at me I'm in college? You. It was like I'm smushing them mad that I'm driving the red BM <laughs> on, on college campus and I'm a freshman. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, and it's yeah. all from the love from Fat Joe. You know, you know what I mean? Like Joe really, really, when I say really looked out and really took care of me, I mean, there were things that I seen. I never really grew up knowing who BMF was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I heard right. of them. Fat Joe took me to Memorial Weekend. I saw BMF throwing money out Come of a helicopter in a pool party. Wow. Like, That's think about what I'm saying to you. I know they do, talk, what's that called, air traffic control? Yes. But whatever pool those dudes had, <laughs> I don't know how they were over a pool party in a helicopter Word. throwing money in. Come on, man. <laughs> Word, talk your talk. I told you, I'm going to let you talk your talk. Joe, Let's you know, go. He, he 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 made those things possible for me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fat Joe, man, for real, man. And you mentioned this, and that's where you know? Ashanti and what's his name got together. You know? Wow. I'm just like, you know, well, well, Ashanti oh, and Shanti, Irv, yeah. they got together right there. Ooh, you, you know, what's love? You heard it, you know it yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody. He's his own facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you mentioned this early in the interview. At one point in time, EBC Games were televised on NBA TV. Did you ever get an invite to an NBA camp because of your experience at ABC? Oh, uh, nah. That was no. the that was the one thing. Shout out to Greg Marius. And I was know, about to talk rest about Rest in peace. Yes. You know, Greg Marius built a platform that, you know what I'm saying, gave us an opportunity to be seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about kids from the inner city that maybe didn't have a mm -hmm. chance to go and get the scholarship. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So shout out to him for that. You know what I mean? But more importantly – 
in life, everything has a lot to do with politics. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say, you know, your foundation matters. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, a lot of things start with where you put your kid at, what school they go to, who do you have them always around, who has the best interest. A lot of that stuff is not easy. But that's why I said we got to do more of our due diligence, our homework on finding out who we put in our children around because everybody don't have the best interest. You know what I mean? And Bob Hill, you know, he gave me that money to go to Fordham, even though I should have went to the University of Miami. But like I said, I didn't go to Miami because I was getting ready to have a kid. And here I go, you know, growing up, growing up off of watching Blue Chips. Uh If they ready to give me the bag, I'm going to stay right here in New York. I'm already the man in Rucker. I'm right here in New York. Who knows? Maybe I, I got an NBA coach here. I'm just saying at the time, that's where my mind now, was. Of course, of but course. if I had the foundation, I'm talking about, you know, my dad, yes. which wasn't here. You know what I'm saying? He 100%. died. Rest in peace. Rest if my dad peace. was here, my dad would have told me, go away to school. Your daughter's going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Yes, that's why man. I say, you know, don't chase the money. And, and I know, I know it's hard for kids. You know what I mean. I know going out in poverty, seeing your friends and everybody else have stuff that you don't. I understand that's why a lot make the choices. But we, as elderly, older people, we have to start taking a little more initiative and in being leaders to open up doors and putting ourselves in better positions to be able to help the next generation. 100%. Meaning that we can start businesses and teach them how to start businesses so that they can write money off and learn how to get better with their taxes. Mm. I know we talk financial literacy and things of that nature, but we can start with minimum things with teaching kids, just things like that. They just ran through a whole bunch of money that is getting ready to get taken back when you get your taxes as if they gave you a stimulus check. They didn't give you nothing. Nothing. They just fronted you. But if you started a business and they gave you $14,000 of the government money, you started a business, you wrote wrote that $14,000 off, through a business that you started for $125. That's a fact. What you think they taking back in your taxes now? <laughs> mm. But we're not educating yeah. each other like this. You get yeah. what I'm trying to say? No question. It's like, you know, where's the leaders at? And that's why I said it's not about me going on any platform talking about people. It's about me just putting myself in positions, Man. you know, to being privy to the information that I'm privy to kid. and being able to utilize it to help somebody. Nah, kid, you, listen, man. Wow. This is Jules, kid. I respect it, man. I respect it, man. We don't hold no punches up here, man. So I respect everything that you're saying and we ain't never going, you know, slide back and say, yo, we didn't know that what he talking is real talk. So you can't get mad. Nah. So you definitely, definitely made a name for yourself on the basketball court. But now you're making waves off the court with your mm. street, Streets First podcast. What inspired you to get into that? And what's your podcast platform all about? Playing at Rucker. You know, seeing, you know, playing in that platform, seeing all the entertainment and hip hop that came through there, all the NBA players, all the different, you know, genres. Mm. I understand today that this generation. Sorry to say, if you wasn't part of the I can Google you era, they really don't know you, know about <laughs> yeah, you, could care less about you, no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and sir. something hit me to make sure that, you know, to make sure that legends are always never forgotten. Remember. And in order for me to do that, you know, I just thought that maybe I should, you know, start a platform where I can help kids listen to how there are people that came from the same walks of life as us and I understand my conversation like we're having right here. Yes, sir. There's too many people that I've encountered coming from playing at Rucker to where they're not going to really 
talk to me about nothing that where they can look like they're lying. They're going to be their authentic self because, as you can see, I'm too authentic. So no question. <laughs> my conversation is different that, like I said, I know a fat Joe, what they can't say on TV versus what they can say when I'm talking to them and how that helps reach out people. So I just took advantage of, you know, starting a podcast to be able to connect and touch some of the people that I've built with and still have connections with from playing in Rucker. You know what I'm saying? And to honor those so that I can help the next generation know a little bit more about their history. Why? Because who would know that Andre Barrett played with seven different NBA teams? <laughs> a lot of people know who would know that know. he had a 13-year career in the NBA. These things mm-hmm. are not broadcast. That's who knows fact. that Todd Gibson supported 90 New York City housing authorities, Facts. fed 90 New York City housing authorities Shout in out. Brooklyn in Shout 2020. Out. Who knows that? Shout out to Fort I'm Green. just saying that those Lord. are not the things that they broadcast in that our people are doing that matters, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. can let a, another kid know you don't just have to be a rapper. You don't just have to be a ball player. Right. You get what I'm saying? You can no be question. a scholar. You can be Congressman. An inv- you can be a, a, a investor. You can be a, a inventor. They don't – no one's inspiring them and putting them in places like that. And that's why I said, you know, it's big that we try to do programs. It's big that we try to involve ourselves with the community leaders and things like that. Why? Mm-hmm. Learn how to use the government money to help change our community. All day, but you can't do that if you're not putting yourself in position to own up to that work. And that's the problem. A lot of us want the money. They don't want. We don't want to put in the work. Don't want to work for it, man. Shout out, (laughs) shout out to A Butter, man. That's my guy. I I rock with him. I like this guy right here, man. (laughs) So yo, we gonna we reached the part of our show, man. The interview where we gonna do a little rapid fire, man. So I'm gonna just say. Couple names and you answer which one you think. I got you. Let's Michael Le- Michael LeBron. Mike. Penny or T Mac. Penny. Best in game dunker, Vince Carter or Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. What? Better ball player, Cam or Mace. Cam. Without a doubt. <laughs> Better player in their prime. Katie or Mello. In their prom? Yes. As in which, like, high like, school or high school or beginning of NBA? However you want to have you want to label it. In their prom, I got to go with Melo. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That inside game was a monster. Best, I got to go with Melo. Best ball handler in, handler in the league, Kyrie or Steph? Kyrie, without a doubt. Brighter future, Luca or Zion? Yo, now look, <laughs> this, this, yo, 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 and I, and I know, I know you said rapid, but look, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Zion because that's a heart feeling, yeah. that's a heart answer. Yeah, yeah. But my mind, I want you to know that that's what we supposed to be doing. Luka Doncic is nice like that because overseas they put their kids in academies, yes, bro. Yes. They put their kids in academies at an early age, so yes. where these guys are already professionally ready. From mm-hmm. intense training yes. from 10 years old to 15, of course he should be ready to nah, be a professional. Nah, nah, that's a fact. And, uh, and that's you why I said that. You tell me what type of intense nah. training these kids is getting out here in Ooh. poverty. Uh, and that's the why I said that. The only intense training they getting is the reason why y'all saying they bugging, they shooting too much. Yes. It's outside. Yes. They outside. Yes. That's the only intense. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you a question. Let's go. What hope, what hope do you get from outside in poverty other than the church? Nah, ain't none. 
Wow. Ain't nothing. For real. When you go and hang around the guys on your corner, be honest with me. Who's inspiring you Nobody. to feel like we can do it? Nobody. Or they're trying to do it. That's a so fact. all I'm saying is if kids don't have outlets, they don't have programs, you cannot expect the kid to stay away from what is keeping his attention. Mm. Mm. Or her. No question. I got three daughters. No <laughs> God bless you. Can't worry. Where's the mother? Better Street NBA game. Skip or white chocolate? Skip. Come on. Don't disrespect. <laughs> He's the GOAT. Yo, when I tell you, yo, listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. I know you said rap it. He's the nah, GOAT. If so it was good. ever one person that I was inspired to want to try to do coming from street ball, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to do what I saw Skip do. No question. No question. Word. Imagine oh. if Booger had a Naclaria. Yeah, it would have been different. It would have definitely oh. been There different. was somebody that got Booger, I, I mean, that got Skip out of here to go to Fresno. Yeah. So somebody helped that part. I know you guys yeah. just got nah, here facts. in the interview. Yeah. But there was somebody because Skip didn't like school. Nah, he didn't. Skip loved gambling. So, Boy, I'll tell so, you. I know. Somebody <laughs> helped him get. That's all I'm trying to say. No Sometimes question. it just take one person. And that's why I said I felt what you said about Kenny Kings because now when you hear it from the player, we all know that if we had our best interest for this kid, yeah. we do feel like we might have let them down. You know what I mean? No if question. you know your heart was really in it. That's but a fact. Ahead. Nah, that's a fact. Listen, it's rapid, but we building. That's what I like to do, man. Knicks and Nets. Right now? <laughs> I, I love you, Obi. I love you, Obi. Shout out you know to Obi. Shout out to his me pops. Your, That's my guy. Dad, me and your dad grew up playing together. Word Obi, top senior. That was That's my, my guy. guy. That's my guy, too. Word the moment. But uh, I'm sorry right now. It's too much cheese over there in that macaroni. <laughs> I'm going with the next, baby. Too much uh, cheese over there. Shit. All right. Rucker <laughs> or Dykeman? If you're talking about right now, I'm going Dykeman. If you're talking about all time, Rucker forever. I've never seen another tournament nowhere. California, D.C., nowhere. They got national televised. ESPN, ESPN2, NBA TV, MSG. I saw Stuart Scott, rest in peace, do the setup at Rucker Park. I've Mm -hmm. never seen that that setup for ESPN. And no park, no gym, nowhere in America. Talk about it. Word, man. And the last one, blackout game. Terror Squad or S. Dot Carter? Terror Squad, always. You know why? <laughs> why? You know why? Why? Because they didn't get off the bus. <laughs> and I'm going to give y'all the story right here. Please. <laughs> Let's go. I give you the story. Every They do their thing, and they always show it was about the blackout. They have nothing to do with the blackout. Butter is here to tell you that Let's has go. nothing to do with a coin source. Let's go. Kelsey came earlier to the park in front of Greg Marius with Juan, OG Juan. Shout out OG to OG Wong. OG Wong gas Mousy to do a coin to it, a coin flip. Now, this is for the bench. If you don't know anything about Rucker, yeah. Rucker is like a hill. So it's like you want to go downhill when you switch halves. Yeah. So you want to be going towards 8th Avenue, going downhill towards 8th yeah. Avenue yeah. when you switch halves. So you would have to get the bench yeah. closest to the streets to, 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 to play the game. No question. So being that we won the championship the year before, we don't have to have that even argument because we get the right to choose the bench. That's the rules. Wow. So we automatically get the bench because we won the year before. Wow. But somehow, OG Warren gassed Mousy. You know how that goes. To do a coin toss and he lost. Now, so OG Warren gets to the bench and he's out there before the game starts. Politics. As you can see, yep. the way Fat Joe and all of us come in the park, yeah. it's too crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and I'm sorry. 
they all cool today. No question. But these are facts. Yeah. The, the, the energy at that time of whatever issues that Damn, Joe yeah, and Jay had and high. Juan was around, yeah. just know that, you know, Joe also felt Jay was coming in violating his space Facts. with him winning Rucker. He Facts. was trying to do it again. Facts. Now y'all trying to take the bench and Facts. his rules. So long story short, Streets. the energy that Joe had yeah. with those just one or two people on that yeah. bench, yeah. it was too much. Yeah. It was yeah. to where they went and got on that bus and whatever they told Jay-Z, they didn't get off that bus. Yeah, they was like... <laughs> So it wasn't the, the game didn't happen yeah. because of no blackout. Yeah. The game didn't happen because of whatever much. energy Joe yeah. brought to OG Wan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much. It wasn't worth the game. It was, you know, and look, it, it worked out because look, they 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 buds today. They do business today. Facts. You get what I'm, it wasn't worth it. You know, nah. even though the world wanted to see that game. You get what I'm saying? No question. That's what hip hop did. No question. Shout out to A Buddy. He gave Let's us go. the jewel on that one. Word for those I that keep it 100, know. man. Those nah. my guys. They all know that, man. I always just keep it a straight 100. I'll never lie. No, never, ever, ever. No doubt. So we're going to wrap it up with these last two, right? So, what advice would Adrian Walton of today give to a young A Butter of back in the days? Don't chase the money. Keep your passion and chase what you know you're good at. And one thing that I've always learned that I've been good at, that I'm now starting to see myself and I'm grateful for the God that is in my life, getting me to be able to see and learn more about myself. I've always been a leader. Mm -hmm. And because I've seen that with me in basketball, now it's just time for me to take it into the real world. You know what I mean? To where I'm able to, how do you say it? Um, use my mind over my heart. A lot of our choices and a lot of decisions that we make is because of our heart. And I realize now that I'm a little older, my heart doesn't pay the bills. So I made a lot of choices, you know what I'm saying, based off my heart. You know, one of them, I wouldn't go away because I grew up in a household with a mother and a father. No question. So it was hard for me not to watch my child grow up from zero to three, knowing that I should put myself in position to be there for that child that I just brought in this earth. No question. So you you get what I'm saying? A lot of choices now, I would be able to tell the younger person to use your mind and not your heart. That's Mm. we get we get stuck making a lot of choices using our heart to where it doesn't equivalent to what you really want to do. In other words, you don't want to leave your mom or you don't want to leave your girl, but you want them to have the world. Right. You got to leave sure. You got to go and see what's in the ocean. You got to explore the oceans in order to see what you're capable of doing. There's a lot out there in the oceans, but a lot of us, we keep our eyes on shore. No question, boy. Very, very, very wise. Wise words. Word to mother, man. So, hey, butter, man, we come to the end of our interview, man. Where can people find you on social media to support your movement, man? At Butter Butter World on Instagram. <laughs> At Butter Butter World on uh twitter adrian walton on facebook streets first podcast season three coming soon i got two um seasons out already and stay tuned you know i got a lot of press releases and things that's getting ready to come out i'm getting ready to do some major things with basketball academies and altitude and i'm getting ready to involve you know foundations and i'm getting ready to involve you know, a lot of rappers and NBA players sponsoring yeah. kids from the inner city to be able to help children. So there's a lot of things that I'm getting ready to do. I'm trying not to talk about nah, it. You know, it's I so learned good. that from my past. Yeah, that's it. But you know at I mean? the end of the day, like I said, the more and more that you, you, you learn and you recognize as you speak about life, you know what I'm saying? Just learn how to apply it to be able to, to do more using your mind versus just 
using your heart and just always talking about somebody or something. You that's know what I mean? That's we are leaders, man. We're born leaders. Yes, We're indeed. born kings. That's I don't know fact. what we might have been taught, but uh, just because we live in poverty don't mean we got to have a poverty mind state. That's a right? fact. Let's so, talk about it. Absolutely, man. Yo, you got we got to get you to Queens, man. If you got a young team, man, you got to come out to the Bars and Hoops Round Ball Classic. But we'll talk more offline about that, but... King, I want to salute you. Shout out to you. my guy, Royale Ivy. Yeah, man. shout out that's to Royale. My, that's my boy. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Boy. Yes, sir, man. He was supposed to bring KD to the Knicks, but that's he bought cool. him to Brooklyn instead. But it's all right, though. <laughs> Word up. Yo, hey, Butter, man. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you, Thank King. You. We, we salute you, man. We definitely going to keep in touch, man, for sure. Love, man. Keep doing what y'all do. I appreciate you. All right. Definitely. Thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Salute. Salute. Let's go. So on that note, we're going to take it to a quick DJ J.O.J. mini mix. Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio. Check in with us. They're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. Nothing can come between us when we walk this beat Lyrics do get deep Because we're born to die Shed tears and cry Mom dudes passed away when you was locked up son They had you suspended in time So I kick rhymes Niggas living off your fears and ideas They get paid But the main thing is balance and protect your wealth And these punk style niggas screaming out for help And there's nothing in the world better than life itself Young fools break rules My tools got me open I'm smoking Leaving all the punk rappers broken No joking Hoping for the best, east to west I'm like a killer putting rappers in their rest Cause there's no tricks, when I let off clips I leave bodies in ditches, play bitch niggas like bitches Nutcracker doing hits by the dozen When I make moves, I ride the train with my cousin Nowhere near simple, momentum Flex more complex than Mozart's instrumental From my temple, crime's a bad sign And if you're doing that, you're suspended in time in time And there's nothing better than this course we're in the new world Seeing people everywhere that I thought I saw before Check it out, party people as we reign supreme Yo, the group who manifests and got mad love for their team I know that it's tough coming up in the streets You will be strong because you can't be weak You gotta put your mind on achieve mode Go for your goals, boom, boom Explode, everybody's in the way But they can't hold you back That's how it is and we do it like that Yeah, so, show them what you got Time for faking moves, the time is wasting on the clock You know how I rock, I rock, non-stop Hop on stage, you jump on my jock Here's a dope line, one time for your mind If you're deaf, dumb, and blind, you're suspended in time in time. The crew bringing the ruckus, no doubt 
Back to live action. Yeah. Shout out to DJ JLJ for that mini mix. Shout out to A Butter once again, man. Great interview. It was a pleasure, man. But now we get to one of our new segments in, in the show that we got, man. It's called a Cash Rules segment, man. And it's led by my boy Pop the Bearded One, man. Let's so, get Pop, it, talk about it, man. All right, y'all. It's the Cash Rules, everything around me and around us. Yes. Around our neighborhoods. Around everything that we do. And this is one of those kind of situations where we felt we didn't want to just be bars and hoops as far as putting you on with sports and music and entertainment. We also wanted to enlighten our listeners. So one of the things we wanted to enlighten our listeners on was groceries in our neighborhoods. Now, the reason it even really came about is because I had (laughs) had a situation where... uh, I recently went to the grocery store around my way. You know, everybody knows we from Queens, right? Yes. And as I went to this grocery store in Queens, I noticed that, you know, the prices was a little, I was like, wow, look a little, you know, steep. But it is what it is. You know, we paying for what we pay for. Yes. And as you also notice, you know, you go to the produce section. And this is just me digging lightly. I'm like, wow, you know, you go to the produce section. You don't have a big choice. You have one type of apple. One type of orange or something like that. Yes. You don't have any other different kind of fruits yeah. that benefit you physically. So I said, okay, well, you know, I ended up taking myself to another uh, supermarket in another area in a white in a white neighborhood. And talk at, about it. And at this point yep. is when I noticed not only was the selection better, the prices were way different. Oh, for sure. The prices had to be way different. And when I say different, I mean like $2 worth. Like let's say a a pound of grapes. And I know a lot of people love, I love grapes. You know, my son loves grapes. You know, when I was in the black neighborhood, the pound of grapes is like (laughs) $4.95. Now, were they seedless or seeded? Well, they were seedless, but they gave you the option of seeded. What? Okay. You see what I'm saying? In our neighborhood? No. Or in the other? Okay. Well, in, in, in the other neighborhood, in, in the white people neighborhood, it was $2.95 and you had the option. What the option? Ours was $4.95 for without, a pound. Without the option. So, hey. those are <laughs> w- without the option. And, and you only taking the green grapes. Because you know how they say that the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, but also the more beneficial for you health-wise. Because mm-hmm. of the antiox- antioxidants mm-hmm. and things that it carries mm-hmm. as it being a darker fruit. But we're going to get in more into that. Talk about it. But it, it started to, I started to ask myself, like, how could it be that something like this could exist at this time where it's like some things are costing more than others? 
And then I started to realize that we live in what they call a food desert. Now, a food desert, the, the, the dictionaries, uh, or not dictionary, but just the meaning of it means that you live more than one third of the population of that neighborhood lives more a mile away in inner cities from a supermarket. For rural areas, mm. it's, 10, it's 10 miles. So I started to look at the choices that we have in our neighborhood as far as the supermarket is concerned. Yeah. There's only two, maybe three. And we're talking about for a big neighborhood. Yeah. You either go in the Western Beef, you either go in uh, Stop and Shop right yep. over there, yep. or, you, or you go in the Key Food. That's a fact. So now you start looking at, well, why would that be? Don't forget Aldi's in Rochdale. Aldi, uh, but you, Aldi's in Rochdale. Key that's food. right. But they just opened. And right? Key Food in Rochdale. Right, but they, but yeah, they, they just, just opened. opened. Yep, yep. Now, Aldi's is probably one of the first where they're giving you more of an option. Farm Bria. Ideal, pardon me, not Aldi's. See, you say Farm, you say Farm Bria, but that's also West Indian. There you go. Yep. And, and like I said, how long have they been in business? So now you start to look at all of the different things that's available at this supermarket. Yeah. And you start to realize it's not as big of a selection at all as uh, Walgreens or something like that yeah. in Levittown. Yeah, oh, um, 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 uh, ShopRite. Yes. Yeah, all those places. Yeah. Kroger's. Yeah. Places we don't even see those in our neighborhood. Dagostinos. Dagostinos. Yes, they do. So now you got to look at it. Well, why is that? Now we're going to get into to the mathematics, the money of it. Mm-hmm. Reason being is because they don't consider, like grocery stores really don't turn that great of a profit. That's one. So in, in, a, in a neighborhood where people have a higher median of, of earning, they actually turn a 4% profit. Where wow. in a neighborhood like ours, much more. They know. They Much turn less. less. What? They turn uh, maybe a, a less than 1% profit. Less than 1%. So they're just maintaining. So that means you really got a kid to put a, a, a market in the neighborhood. Yes. Word. And the problem is they get caught up in a lot of bureaucratic stuff, a lot of political stuff like SNAP, where SNAP it already gives you the money to go spend that money yeah. on fruits and vegetables and things. But wow. now, if you have a political party that's like, you know what? Take Earn it. Away. it. We yeah. taking that away. Word. What happens? Not a lot of people go get that that them groceries out of that store. So you know what happens? J-O-J that J-O-J grocery agree with store that. closes up. Yo, my father never shopped in the hood, man. We always <laughs> went somewhere. <laughs> it was a trip. <laughs> But you know I used to what? wonder why too. Like, yo, why are we all the way over here? <laughs> yo, why are we over here? Like, <laughs> here's gals running with cows. But but here's here's the real difference. That's what I'm saying. It was a food desert. He understood that wherever he goes in the hood, there's a good chance that they don't have a lot of fruits, veggies, or they got a lot of processing can. Right. And that also played a big part. Shout out to Pop. He said the processed or cans. Let's go. Where, where that played a very big part. With COVID, and this is one of the reasons wow. why we're even talking about it, because because of this area, because of where you live, because there's not a lo- enough fresh fruits and vegetables, what do you stand to take on? What do you stand to eat? More can, more process, more fast food, more carry, more takeout, right? Yep. So now what happens? Now we leading 
in diabetes. We leading in heart disease. Yep. We leading in blood pressure, high blood pressure. Facts. And what was the three main things that was taking people out in, with COVID? You already had pre-existing conditions yep. like diabetes, yep. like high blood pressure, yep. like heart disease. Yep. Like I said, we lead we lead it in that. So Facts. with that being said, it really started to show the difference in how not only that we don't want to eat because we do want to eat that way, but the outlets that we do have it. So now we're going to talk about the effect of having these uh, supermarkets and things on your bottom line, on your neighborhood. It is now said that or, or proven if there's a Whole Food or a Trader Joe's in your community, your median price of the homes go up 10%. Wow. Think about that. That's wow. Crazy. So they going to be, well, we'll put one there. You want one? And then what happens is it prices you right out. And we've seen it happen in Fort Greene. We've seen it happen downtown Brooklyn. And, and these are places where now they're erecting Trader Joe's. They're erecting Whole Foods. It raises the median price. So it prices us right out of our own neighborhoods. No more property in Brooklyn. Man. Telling you. I'm telling you. So you got to really look at how this affects us and why the prices of the groceries are the way they are. Like Steele said, the, the company has to have a certain love for it. So there was an initiative created in 2010 by Michelle Obama. Yeah. Let's move America. That's a fact. Let's move, which was for the kids. In other words, to get more healthier kids so that kids are getting out and they being more active. Yes. Yeah, it started with the... Cafeteria, the kids that were eating the school food, like we had a big thing about that, and they cut fried chicken and a lot of stuff off the menu for the kids, and then it went further on from there. Right. So yeah, now, so now because of that, yep. What you have happening now is. She pointed out that initiative that that kids were not eating enough greens and eating enough. So she tried to bring most of that out. And part of that initiative was uh-huh. part of that initiative was to get um, more healthy choices mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. So she partnered with Walmart and a whole bunch of other. What was it? Walmart and I believe Walgreens was also one yeah. where they would put more supermarkets in the hood so that they could close some of those deserts. They fell short of that. And then in 2014, Obama administration cut SNAP. They cut some of the SNAP money. And Trump tried to do it in 2019, but he faced a lot of litigation on top of what he was doing, and he stopped it. So that also plays a part in what we've been going through now. You look at the the rise of dollar stores, Dollar General. They all over the place. And you know why? And and they're committed to put another 2,000 more in neighborhoods. Mm. Because processed foods. Right. They don't sell fruits and vegetables. Processed foods, kid. So when you see a grocery store in your neighborhood, we got to go, you know what? We either would have to demand more from them. As far as your, your level of right, yes. your selection. Yes. And that's also something I believe you go to your Congress people about. Then definitely hold these hold this accountable because that's a, fact. a lot of them don't build supermarkets because they don't get some of the benefits that they should get in the that's neighborhood. Case in point, you have a neighborhood that's recently been erected in Far Rockaway. Uh, um, 
don't get me to lying, and I just was talking about the neighborhood. But in order for them to Auburn, build Arvington by the sea, Auburn by the sea, Auburn. In order for them to build in this neighborhood, they had to build a Y, and yep. they had to build a shopping. Talk a, about a, a, a shopping. Yes, center. indeed. So they had to build. A place for them to buy Shout groceries out to Congressman Meeks. and work out. There you go. There you go. So we got a lot to think about here at this point because they also put out there that, you know what, even if we give them the healthy choices, they won't take it. So why should we put That's it out a fact. there? That's a fact. So we have to make sure that we ingrain it in and our they youth. Keep on eating that fried bologna in the morning. You know? You heard? You, you, you got to make sure that we, we ingrain it in our youth. Right. That fruits and vegetables are definitely necessary, and don't think that because you don't have the choice, you don't you can you don't have to eat it. We could find another place to get it <laughs> until they give it to us. So can that I, can I build on top that, of that? Oh, we got ten minutes. Left. Ten minutes. I apologize yeah, for the long windedness. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my lady because you talking about the vegetables. Can I, oh. Trying to get my son to eat vegetables. She done made pancakes <laughs> with broccoli bits, in, and he was at first he was buying it. Then he started like, "Yo." What's this green stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once he realized what was in it, he'd chew it, then take it out and be like, get this out of here. <laughs> um go wow. to go to go off of what Poppin what Poppin Jay said, as far as Jay goes with why they went shopping out the neighborhood, um I know somebody that drives trucks for mm-hmm. a particular brand. Yes. I won't say his name and I won't say what brand. But um he told me years ago to go to to go to these stores out in Long Island because mm-hmm. of which grades of foods was being delivered to yes. the stores in our area. We he were t- getting grade C and D and B and foods. charging you top dollar. And charging us dollar for it and the grade A being um you know, foods were going to those particular areas. So he yes. said, you might want to go a little further out to get what you want to get. Yes. You know? Shout out to everybody buying them Crasdale products. Word hey, them up. Listen. Nah. <laughs> so with that being said, that's his, that's our cream segment. Cash yes, everything around me and you. Shout out to Pop. Word up, man. Let's go. Word up. We're going to have a jewel every other week if possible. You know what I mean? We're going to always try to give you some knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's go. For real. So, we got about nine minutes left in the show, man. So we got to our um. Who that? It's time for the rap reports. Brought to you by Bars and Hoops Radio. You know the vibes. So we on our point of part of our show. We gonna get into the rap report. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna get to the swish of the dishes segment because we got about nine minutes left in the show. So we got three on the menu today, Jay. Might have to cut the music a little bit, champ. We're going to play three songs, man, and get go around the table, see if everybody's swishing addition at. The first one on the list is Devil's Heaven by Danny Brown featuring Dopehead. Check it out. Impossible, possible, I'm the jukiest breathing 
ain't no obstacles possible that can stop me from beasting. I'm just a young get some nigga with some pockets all on Molly. Machine gun spitting if a nigga want to try me. All my niggas trembling. Thoughts on that? Swishing the dish that. Pop. Swishing that. I'm actually messing with that. I like that. All right. Zao, what you doing with that? Dishing it. Dishing that? J.O.J., what you doing with that? Yo, I got a thing for women that spit hardcore lyrics, man. I love that. That wasn't man. a woman, though. That Jay. was dope that was, head. That was dope head? Jay. Oh. Jay. <laughs> Pardon me, Jay. Pardon me. Oh, my. Me, right, no, hey, come man. on, man. That wasn't a girl. That was dope, oh, man. Oh, my bad. And my Danny bad. Brown. Shout out to my man Hilly Hill on the beat because that beat was sick. Where's the mother, <laughs> man? For real. Next I song. Myself on yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to JOJ. Word up, man. Next on the list is called Queen's Power by our next week's guest, Fligger. It's on the Slums album. It's featuring Cello and Star Jello. Check it out. Uh, cello nigga. Flinger. Yo. Early mornings in dirty kitchens with the bad batch. Dropped in a hundred, now thirty missing. I dealt with worse dodging indictments and swerving prison middle fingers raised, but that ain't the same as these birdies flipping. Could still see the look on my mom's face from the visit floor. Feeling like she might have failed and could have given me more. She'd faint if she knew I was spinning with the glizzy drawn. Here to bring pain to them niggas that done did me wrong. I'm focused, it ain't family or money. I'm curving calls, flip blinging. Cause I service the niggas that serve souls, paid attention. Hit the road as a worker, return to balls. Fuck what I learned from the mistakes of my own. I learned from y'all's, I'm like a money tree that grew from the concrete. Came out the mud, got a plug and turned my bully to Wall Street. I'm in the game, fresh pair of dollars, my ball sneaks. Hustlers don't die, we get it and retire in Palm Beach. Fall rock, big queens ahead, third world and double M. They fucked up and let some felons in. Taking over the town, you better tell a friend. I'm with whatever then. After this, they need funeral homes and... Thoughts on that? You switching edition? Switching that, that kid. Switching that. Zyle, Definitely. You, you switching edition that? Switching. Switching that. J O J. You switching that? Switching that. You know I'm switching. I'm dunking that one. Word the mother, go, go. man. And the last one on the list. Don't curse the gods, featuring Legion by Will Sully. Let's go. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's go. Don't curse the gods. Catacomb, baby. It's that catacomb music. Yo, yeah, yo, yo. Dirty Glock in my denim. Eddie Brock with the venom. Tupacalypse before Q. Drive them off in the ending. 7.30 stuck on my clock. 20-20 vision. Money is the mission. The sun drop. We get the sinning. Young Sully, Jaguar, Paul. Apocalypto. Special cereal off of the pistol and rob the zip code. Grew up around the sickos. Comic codes in the sniffles. Walking pneumonia to walking dead in the zombie nymphos. Sucking shit, not my M.O. Fuck a couple of bimbos. Back to work. Instrumentals I engulf. Life telling me run. Curiosity. Tiptoe, past the mediocrity, quality by the fistful. Used to do Henny Hypno, incredible hope, sip slow. Now it's just Henny straight in the whole lot of clip smoke. Celebrating life, life is good with my kinfolk. Walk on my own path while most of you niggas dick roll. Go hard, don't curse the gods. 
Thoughts on that? Oh man, I'm dunking that kid. Dunking that, I'm yeah, swishing that. Zah, what you doing with that? Swishing. Joj, what you doing swishing with that? Swishing that. Future phenoms. So, future phenoms all day. Woo! All day. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Every Wednesday, when? Nine to eleven p.m. Man. That's what I'm talking about. DJ Joj on the ones and two. So pop, take us out of here with the good word. All right, now y'all know we gave y'all a good show. I'm gonna build off of what A Butter was talking about. Shout out to A Shout Butter for a giving Butter. us a great interview. Word the mother. It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men, said by Frederick Douglass. This is a really big... It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Don't wait till it's too late. Make sure that you help these children grow, man. When you see them doing something they're not supposed to be doing, correct them, because when they're older, there is no correction. It's only jail or it's even worse. Let's make sure that we let all of our children know we love them.